The following is an actual play D&D podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. As he's off, uh, punching a different kind of horse. <laughs> All of them seemed so cool. Indiscretions, whatever. Yeah, keep imagining it that way. <laughs> I didn't know you were a master earth worker. <laughs> I thought it was a given. <laughs> Is he still peeing? Well, they're misunderstood like me. I'm not done. Racist puncher. Yes, I believe that rich nerds are the enemy in this scenario. <laughs> he whispered a person into insanity. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't come jerking on your doorknob. <laughs> oh, so there was a group in the thing. There was a group in the thing. Um, uh, I, uh, I, uh, Let's just say... Wink. I say carnage, you say con. Carnage. Con. Carnage. Con. We are recording our first two live episodes of Carnage Con this year, so come on out and be a part of history. We'll be working with Extra Life to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network, so you can donate to influence our dice rolls and to give to a good cause. We'll also be working with Victory Condition Gaming to stream the whole shebang online. So even if you can't make it, you'll be able to see and donate all the same. Head over to CarnageCon.com to register and reserve your spot for the show. We would just love it if you'd come hit it and crit it with us. We'd love it this much. I'm holding my hands out really far apart. Also, head over to Patreon.com slash IWVTCast to support the show. We just added a couple of new tiers with some cool benefits, like being able to sit in on one of our recording sessions. Want to be a fly on the wall? Then become one of our patronizers and help us make the show better. Now, let's get to it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Improvised Weapons. Uh, we are fresh off our little recap episode from last week and back and ready to dive in with everybody. Uh, so you guys have uh, you've, you've started a fan club. You've uh, had a lovely meal. Uh, Yarfik fell in a fountain. Uh, I, I this is all par for the course. Uh, and you retire at the end of the evening. You wake up the next day, and you've got kind of a lot of stuff on your plate. Uh, there's a town hall meeting at some point today. Uh, you still need to go see Fizzweave. Uh, your uh, A-Wing, your Arcane Diviner may be ready today. Yes. The RE team that Fizzweave contacted is supposed to be arriving in town today, um, so you should try and see if you can find them. Uh, you probably want to start investigating into Pallid further to see if you guys can track down Yarfik's ring. You may want to start making arrangements to travel to Bastifier to meet with the Tempered Steel in response to the letter that you guys got. So there's, there are a lot of things you could be doing. What there, do you want to there's do? There's one more we're missing. What's that? Cassian has to run for mayor. Yeah. I'm going to announce my candidacy. Well, I, that's kind of part of the town hall meeting, I assumed. Probably. Yes. I also wanted to hit the blacksmith quickly. Captain like what time is the yeah. town hall meeting? Yes. You guys don't know. All right. <laughs> do you know when? Do we know? Do, do you know? I know. <laughs> okay. Did I think we forget off. to ask? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of your your MO. your your mo. Yeah. I think okay. 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 Uh, be there. there. <laughs> I go find Chef Jeff and ask him. What <laughs> so you uh, you guys have all you've come downstairs from your rooms. You're getting breakfast and you lean over to the innkeep and you're like, uh, "Excuse me, good sir, uh, can you go get Chef Jeff for us?" <laughs> 
he looks at you like, uh, who are you talking about? Sefton. It's it's just like a fun, it's like a fun name, nickname. Aren't you his friend? Who's this guy? Uh, the guy that we were regaling with our exploits while you were battling the faction. Oh, uh, right. Right, uh, I, I Don't may... worry, I made you look good. I, I appreciate that, Cassian. <laughs> so the innkeep, um, sort of scoffs at you and says, oh, you're looking for Sefton. Sefton, he's at the town hall meeting. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, oh, it's like, oh, 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 so Aelin does her, her in-place jogging. We have to get, to get ready to run. Yeah, let's go. You missed your morning cal- calisthenics. Oh, we gotta go. Oh, where is it? It's at the town hall. Okay. We've been Do you guys know hall. where that is? We've you've been, been there, there several been there. times. Okay. Quickly! Literally in the last two days, you've been there at least That's three times. Wait, where is it? Hold on, like directions. We need to know how to... Do we know how to get there without carrying somebody, though? That's the problem. You're not a vocally pantomime running there. Okay, let's go. run to the... <laughs> Cassian doesn't Cassian run. Cassian is much too dignified. Uh, so you guys, uh, you hoof it over to the town hall, and you, the 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 big doors in front are are wide open. You can see there's a whole bunch of people inside. You come in, uh, and the seats are like. Filled. Do we, save do we for kick the door in like we always do. The doors are open. Oh, I we just said it. that. Sorry, <laughs> we close them to kick them in. But you, uh, you enter and the seats are all filled, save for like half a bench in the back. So there's about just enough room for the four of you. That's okay. I want to stand anyway, so everyone can like you know see that I'm there and get some buzz <clears> going. I, okay. You know, I make sure that I'm like on my good, my good side is towards most of the audience. Okay, cool. Um, they're all, I mean, their backs are to you, because you guys are walking into the back of the hall. <laughs> okay, I, I make much um, And the mayor is talking while you guys enter. <laughs> so, as you, you enter, you sort of survey the room, and you, uh, like, the, the fact that she's giving a speech right now sort of registers to you, and you hear, um, mind control. But... <laughs> Through my expert implementation and skill utilization, I was able to assemble a team to infiltrate the dastardly group and recover our townsfolk. Now, this having been a dangerous operation, not everything went as planned. Of the five missing, only three have been returned. One, it appears, was sold as a, dare I say it, slave. The other... <laughs> the other, an unfortunate casualty of a heated battle. I remind you all that life can be chaotic. If we were never to get all our folk back, then three-fifths is a compromise that at least leans in our favor. Oh, God damn it! I regret nothing. <laughs> For now, we should be happy to have Jeffrey, Francis, and Jessup back. The Widow Fulton will be receiving mourners at her home for the next three days, and Milton will be found. I stake my reputation on it. If there is no other business, then we can attend to the crux of this meeting. Bring out the defendant. (laughs) And she turns to her assistant, Nyat, who toddles off into a, uh, a back room. Meanwhile, there's a lot of hubbub and murmuring going on in the crowd itself. Uh, and Nyat returns a moment later, followed by Kesto, 
who is trailed by a winged kobold in <gasps> chains. I lean down to somebody on the bench and I say, do you always have trials with the whole town? Is that, is that a normal thing? It's a, um, a young woman who sort of like starts because she doesn't re- she didn't realize there was anyone behind her. <laughs> and and she uh, she just she just sort of like like hand to her heart and she's like oh oh dearie um uh not often but we, we don't usually have trials at all. This is kind of uh I don't know, I guess this is kind of a special thing. I I'm I'm not really sure. I slip a business card into her <laughs> not her potatoes. She she sort of looks at it and goes, tunnel there. Uh, the winged kobold you can see there are cuffs on the kobold's wrists chains on the kobold's feet allowing only enough slack to walk there are ropes secured around the kobold's wings to keep them from spreading and a very sour look on the kobold's face Kesto trots her out in front of the dais where the mayor stands and has her face the crowd and the mayor continues this being self-proclaimed as Kariktaka, stands accused of six counts of livestock theft, unlawful detainment of a minor, and conspiracy to breed monstrous creatures within five miles of town. It should also be noted that it has been a drain on our resources ever since it was brought here. <laughs> Prosecutor Gavin Temperate has been appointed by the court. We are nothing if not fair. Does anyone wish to stand for this creature? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I still want anything to jeopardize oh, my shadows. What? No, you're not a lawyer. You, you don't know how to defend. Olash, if you want to do this, it's all up to you. I'm backing you either way. So, mayor, the the mayor says, uh, yes, we we have someone who wishes to to stand for this thing. Yes. What does that mean? In <laughs> I think be a, its advocate, like. Or a witness, maybe. And it's, uh, it, it, we, we, this, this creature has no representation, and otherwise, we'll be defending itself. Have you ever been a southern lawyer before? Yeah. Uh, oh no, she don't know the first thing about law. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there I, with you. I'll stand with you. I'll, I'll whisper what you need to know. Being a noble, I've been through a couple of these trials before. I, uh, I, I don't know. Oh my god. Did you commit livestock theft as well? It wasn't theft. Oh, God! <laughs> what did you do with the livestock? I forget I, for, uh, forget I asked. We borrowed them because we were helping out other... Oh, at least I borrowed them. My family wasn't too happy. It was a long story, okay? No, okay. it's not what you think it was, all right? Okay. I may sure. sound like that type of person. I'm not that type of person. Maybe Olash can just serve as a character witness. <laughs> if, if you all if want to act as a legal team... That's that <laughs> would certainly that be unprecedented. <laughs> but... Add it to the cards. We have to, you guys. <laughs> Listen, this is important to Olash. Madam Mayor, I for one thing would be awesome to have a kobold <laughs> with us anyway. So I guess I can study some law texts. <laughs> <laughs> Madam Mayor, we will stand up for the kobold. Yes, I I understood that when the half orc next to you emphatically <laughs> said that. She would do it. Right, I was just confirming it with an entire group. It's not just one person, it's yes. all four of us. You see, we are a highly tuned adventuring team with great skill and much expertise, as well as a, a fair amount of experience dealing with this particular defendant. So <laughs> it's not just it's not just one person. It's a you're getting a, a unit. Cassian, I really wish you wouldn't talk about your unit in town hall, please. Well, I don't understand. Why Why wouldn't I? People need to know. 
how uh, how cohesive and, and powerful our unit is. Are people generally concerned with the cohesion <laughs> of your unit? I don't know. You don't want to end up like that guy from Three Dog Night. <laughs> oh my god! I don't get that reference. <laughs> I, uh... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. So you guys all are are agreeing to defend Karyktika in yeah, this trial. Totally. Yeah, Cassian's going along with it just because he. Aowen is hoping that the uh, stunted legal process will take long enough for her to just get back to school. Aowen, <laughs> Aowen, what? This is great extracurriculars for your your transcript. I don't need any more extracurriculars? <laughs> really don't. She's already on the debate team. <laughs> well, then she's perfect for this. And the highlight team. If you didn't mention you on the debate team, you you're a better advocate than most of us. So you guys you guys have this sort of muttery conversation <laughs> as you're you're walking like up the aisle between the the two large pieces of crowd, and you make it up to the front. What do you want to do? Up at the front of the crowd. I well, so I say this because the mayor is ready to like start the trial. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. We just we move up to the stage, uh, Cassian. <laughs> Takes a graceful leap onto the stage and Cassian tries and gets a little wave. Changes into suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like a seersucker yeah. suit. <laughs> I will make our way up to the dais and stand by Karyktika. I want to um, grab some chairs and, and pull them over, and it's going to probably make them very loudly. Sound. Well, there are so there there is already like in classic courtroom style, like a small table oh, on each a- side with chairs. Um, there are only two chairs at each table, so you guys will probably have to grab a couple more, if, unless some of you don't plan on sitting. Yeah, uh, which is up to you. Someone just drags it across the floor as loud as possible, like like the table in Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> You want to get on this? Uh, great. I do want a chair, but mostly so that I can have something to leap out of when I yell objection. <laughs> okay. Do you do you step over the back of the chair like Commander Riker and just kind of sit that way and set up? Uh, no, I think I sit pretty normally, <laughs> pretty standard sitting. I so, how she's doing. She sort of turns her head to you. You can see she's trying to move her wings, but obviously they're like they're tied down with rope, so she can't really. You just see like a single tear. No! <laughs> <laughs> We did do this to her. Well, uh, I didn't the want other to. The was killing yeah, her. Yeah, that's true. My it. conscience is clear on that point. What is the? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the punishment for all these crimes? What What would she be sentenced to? Well, for uh, all of these crimes together, it would be death. Yeah, that's what I feared. Uh, do you do plea bargains? <laughs> <laughs> Make me an offer. <laughs> uh, uh, ten years. If she admits guilt and uh, reforms, uh, <laughs> good behavior. Yeah. She is uh, she is already somewhat of a drain on our resources. I don't what think. What if we took her with us, and we leave your town and go on our way and look for Milton as we said we would? Leave the town. <laughs> this town needs me. Well, we did get a letter. Yeah, that's true. We got a letter. Uh, and I I need to go and find. I mean, I got to, either way. If we took her with us. As we go off on our adventures to find, and we find Milton, mm-hmm. would you let her go? Well, she still wouldn't be paying any recompense for her. Cr- the The crime is not her being here. No, we know. We're saying the crime that, is the. She's a drain on your resources, and we can deal with her away from this and allow you to. The, the, be like the drain on. Our, I feel like you're focusing on the drain on our resources part. The drain on our resources is an unfortunate addendum to the fact that she stole livestock, detained a child, and planned to breed monsters. 
what if we uh, kill her ourselves when we take her with us? <laughs> roll art. <laughs> roll deception. <laughs> roll some fucking deception. <laughs> I love your moxie on this, though. <laughs> The crowd goes. Oh. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Um, the mayor sort of like unmovingly with her head cocked, just sort of looks at you. I just don't believe you. <laughs> I say, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Madam Mayor. If we were to take Karikdika with us, she would effectively be Olash's pet. Uh, not that Olash isn't a lovely person, but I don't think Karikdika wants to come with us necessarily. I think she'd rather be out, you know, uh, stealing sheep and. Breeding monsters. You're not helping her uh, case. So uh, you know it'll it'll actually still be a punishment, and and it'll give her the opportunity to reform, because we'll be we'll be you know having her uh, involved in heroics. She'll get a, she'll get to be around some positive role models, and we'll give her an example of people who use their skills and their powers for good and righteousness. At this point, I don't think it's up to me to decide. I think the fate of this creature is up to the townsfolk that she wronged. So, would that just be Aldo, then, because she was stealing Aldo's livestock? No, that would be the entire town, as she planned to breed more monsters that would have threatened all of my constituents. condescending mayor. You mean, you mean more kobolds? I mean, she, she was planning to reproduce? Yes, monsters. It's a really ugly word. <laughs> keep using. Do monsters fall within the 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 confines of our what what's the word for like not human because not all of us are human but humanoid. We, humanoid. S- fall uh, within the confines of our humanoid legal system. Well, when you bring them back to town, ask that they be imprisoned within our humanoid system. Our hands are forced. Mm. Okay, so how does this work? We each present our case, and then the townsfolk vote? So, the way it's going to work... This is not the mayor talking right now. Uh, The way it works is uh, you... uh, The prosecution will make an opening statement. The defense will make an opening statement. And then it will be Karikdika taking the stand, essentially. I know, it's a great idea. Then Karikdika will take the stand, (laughs) and it'll essentially be uh, a back and forth. So the prosecution will ask a question, and then the defense will have a chance to to cross-examine and ask a question, and then the prosecution has a chance to cross-examine, so it'll just go back and forth and back and forth until you guys run out. The mechanic around all of this is it's based on a point system. So the prosecution is trying to raise up to 100, and the defense is trying to to decrease down to zero. So we start at 50 in the middle. Um, with every question and response that you get, uh, there's a persuasion roll that comes along with it, and that is all going to go towards adding up to either that 100 or subtracting down to zero. Um, if you crit, that doubles your 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 roll, uh, or that doubles your score rather for that round. So it's just sort of this like sliding scale that's going to go back and forth as questions get asked. I'm going to kind of set a permanent minor illusion to make Karikdika just more cute, <laughs> just that much more cute and sympathetic. Okay. So, so how how are you making her cuter? Because I don't. I think there are some people here who might think that she is as cute as possible. Right. 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 No. Uh, yeah. What's wrong with her? <laughs> oh, Lush, I know that she couldn't be, possibly be more perfect in your eyes, 
but to the audience, she could maybe use a little rouge. Give her rosy, scaly cheeks. And a twinkle in her eye. Some rosy cheeks. Like her eyes are just a little Big bigger. Eyelashes. Her eyes Dewy are just eyes. a little bigger and, and, and shinier. and like. So you're making her like a chibi cobalt? Holy oh, no. crap. <laughs> Not that obvious, but like. But yes. Just so that the audience doesn't notice, but when they look back at her, they're like, oh, just a little bit more. Just a little more inclined. Cool. To <laughs> go our way. Um, yeah, I'm, oh man, I'm super stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so alongside of, of like those mechanics of the zero to one hundred scale, if you guys want to do things like cast spells, um, you certainly can. Uh, whether or not you want to cast them, obviously, is another sort of part of that. Right. Um, if you want it to be, yeah. <laughs> um, if you want it to be clandestine, like, you know, you'll have to roll a sleight of hand to see if you can sort of hide what you're doing. Um, but you absolutely can do that kind of stuff to try and sort of tip the scales in your favor. Okay. The scales being the scales of justice. Yes. Not the scales of the cobalt. No. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it would probably hurt a lot if you tried to tip her scales, and I feel like she's been through enough. So, okay. Let's you guys ready to go? Child. Yeah, let's, let's do it. The mayor says, well, if um, there are no other questions, then we can go ahead and get started. Uh, We begin with remarks from the prosecution. So uh, Gavin is a uh, a middle-aged man. He looks like he's probably between 45 and 50, human, bald, uh, with a big, bushy gray mustache. And he's wearing sort of just like plainish brown robes, and he's he's got eyeglasses on. And he uh, stands up from the the table that he was sitting at and walks to the middle and he says, um, thank you, Major Sale, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Now, I... The jury? (laughs) I know that y'all feel like I do. You're worried about your families. You're worried about your livelihoods. You're thinking, what does an innocent verdict in a case like this mean for my future? What does it mean for my children? Well, I tell you what it means. It means nothing good. It means a slippery slope leads to this town becoming overrun with these lizard types. It means all of a sudden now our friendly farmers won't have a pig left to bring to market. It means your children go missing, being sacrificed to some dragon god or some such. One child goes missing. <laughs> now, I urge you to think carefully on this. Cast your vote for the safety of all those that matter to you. Thank you very much. I give a small golf club. And he goes and sits back. I make a minor back. illusion of somebody in the crowd saying, boo! <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll, slide of hands. <laughs> uh, that is a 22. He, you can see his head like pop up and turn around to be like, who was it? <laughs> I'm, uh, you make it sound like his wife. <laughs> <laughs> his, his own wife. His head pops up and he goes, honey? <laughs> uh, who is going to make the defense's opening statement? Than happy to. I've been reading the law books and I say there's nowhere in the rules. <laughs> oh, oh no, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm more than happy what to. Why don't, don't, don't I make our opening salvo? Sure thing, Cassian. I think that's a good idea. Okay. Um, while he's doing this, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy to give him like a halo of golden light and very much like that kind of like godliness, like, you know, like truthfulness. Are you trying to do this like clandestinely? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Roll yeah. sleight of hand. Yes, I know. <laughs> a little bit. Cut it in half, then. Uh, 18 plus 3 is 21. Okay. I turn to Yarfik and I say, you 
could do this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you make me glow. You saw, you saw me do this when we talked to the kobolds the I first time. I knew you could do it to you. Okay. You and Nella. Stein, but not other people. Okay, okay so yeah. I... Uh, the, the other thing is, like, when he gets to a crescendo point, I'm going to have the ground tremor a little oh bit. Oh, God. Just a, my, a little bit. Can you shake the ground? Tremors in the ground, ominous sounds, flame, <laughs> flicker, ominousness. I don't okay, think I don't. Etc. I don't think you can do all of those things at once. Yeah. I'm gonna read. The, I'm gonna read the spell. To make go sure. ahead, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say like you got to choose one effect. Because <laughs> so, you would with prestidigitation, right? you would do one or the other. Also, yeah. I would just shy away from yeah. the town feeling yeah. ominous. They don't need to feel any more unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> Create one of the following things in range. Yes. So uh, it's going to be that. It's going to be just the the halo. Okay. So Beyonce I, style. I stand up. Just glowing like an anime <laughs> character. <laughs> and, yes, uh, Cassian has gone Super Saiyan. <laughs> and I, uh, I turn to the audience and I say, it's "The light of a Gia. Good people, ladies and gentlemen of the jury and of this fine community. Uh, we we haven't been here long, but many of you have welcomed us with open arms, and I've come to care a great deal about your future. Believe me when I say we would not be defending this Cobalt if we thought that an innocent verdict would would lead to ruin for your town." Now, it's easy to, to look at, uh, at, the, at her thefts and say that she's a monster, a thief. But the truth is, she's just a, a creature far from home trying to survive in the only way she knows how. Let me ask you something. Do you think she knew that it was a crime? Certainly not. She was unaware of your laws and no one, except perhaps Waldo, attempted to tell her otherwise. I'm certain that now that she's aware that sheep theft and breeding within town limits is a crime. <laughs> she don't would the, don't forget kidnapping. Yeah, well, I'm getting to that. Uh, she would abandon them and and comply with you. She's a, she's an intelligent being capable of living and residing in a community just like any other. Now, as to the kidnapping charge, when we found when we rescued young Waldo from their lair, he had not been in any way harmed or attacked. He was hiding out of fear. And understandably so. He had wandered into a den of strange creatures who he knew to be, at the very least, sheep rustlers. But uh, from what I could see, none of them even attempted to harm him. They, they hardly seemed to care that he was there. They had left him to his own devices, just as they have asked to be left to theirs. Now, you have a choice here. You can condemn this intelligent, sapient creature. Just look at her. I mean, honestly, look at her. Raising the halo over Look at those dewy eyes <laughs> and tell me that you don't think that she's a thinking, feeling being. Now you can you can condemn her to death for her ignorance, or you can pardon her and take, have, have faith that she can reform and learn to live a normal life just like any of you. The choice is in your hands. Yes. I know that you'll make the right one. A single tear rose down. <laughs> <laughs> just so uh, So go ahead and roll a d20 and add your persuasion. Any advantage for having the halo? No. Okay, so that is seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So currently, the crowd is is in the favor of the defense. Oh my god, that's us. <laughs> yeah. I walk yes, back to the table. And I just do it. I'm so, pouring over textbooks looking for a loophole. Do they, yeah. Do these people have legal texts, or are these just ones? That yeah, I mean, there's there's like a town charter for, okay, sure, for so. sure. So I found that, and I'm yeah, reading it. Yeah. So and like I'm, breeding within town limits is like an actual law that if they broke. Whatever you breeding monsters. If whatever you produce happens to be a monster, then yes, it's it's not legal. Look, this town's been through some shit. Okay. 
They write laws in response to the things that happen. I think our best angle is going to have to be to convince them that this is not a monster, that this is just a this is just a person. We can also focus on the fact that, that she can be recuperated and we may be able to take her away. I don't know. Yeah. So, the mayor calls for, for Kesto to bring forth the defendant. And he goes, he, gra- he you know, picks up the, the chain that was attached to her and, and brings her over up to uh, where the mayor is standing and has her sit essentially at, at the bench there. And uh, mayor says, um, the prosecution has the first question. Gavin gets up again from his table. My minor illusion, a fart. <laughs> uh, roll sleight of hand. <laughs> Plus what's the what? Sleight of hand. Dexterity. Oh, unless you have ten. He turns around uh, as soon as he hears that, and the mayor looks at you and goes, "Childish." (laughs) 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 You just give her a thumbs up. (laughs) Thank you for noticing. (laughs) So uh, Gavin approaches uh, Karitaka and uh, he starts off by saying, "Now." Karikdaka, am I uh, am I pronouncing that correctly? She sort of nods her head and goes, uh, "So we're just gonna start off uh, nice and simple. Um, did you steal the sheep?" And she uh, sort of cocks her head, similarly to how she has in so many conversations with you guys at this point, and is just just um, uh, I have sheep. What what is steal? And he looks at her sort of dumbfoundedly. Well, did... So, there, there were sheep <laughs> that... They, they weren't yours, but then you... Um, then you, you... I can't believe I'm explaining stealing. Uh, can, can I have to explain capitalism? No, you cannot. It is the prosecution's turn. I just want to say it's the player. It is the prosecution's <laughs> turn. The defense will wait. I look at the audience like, this guy. (laughs) And he, uh, he goes on to say, so there were, there were, were sheep that were not yours. You didn't, you didn't raise them and care for them. You just went and you, you took them and slaughtered them. And Kriktaka, ah, um, yes, yes. And then Gavin turns around and says, now you can ask your question. And he goes and sits down. I was speaking out of character. You were speaking in Yarfik's voice. <laughs> I was trying not to. I was trying to say out of character. It was funny to watch you have the same reaction you have to Yarfik all the time to another character, doing yourself, which is hysterical. Mm-hmm. So, um, so who wants to take this one? Who, does anyone have a, a question for Kritika? I, I could do. I got something. Yeah, go for it. Decent, decent charisma again. I no. <laughs> Wait a minute! You got great stats. Holy shit! I've got great stats, but it's not. De- it's decent charisma. It's not okay. But that doesn't make sense. Correct, <laughs> uh, Now, when you say that uh, you had sheep and that you you took them back to eat them, were you trying to feed your family in that respect? You weren't stealing them because you had any. If you were taking them from the family, you had no ill will toward the people that may or may not have owned them. You were just trying to survive. I wanted sheep. <laughs> right, and you wanted them because... Food. Leading the witness. Right, right. So, because she, you needed food, you took the sheep. Yes. As we all can see... And I turn to the crowd. 
We all have those times in our lives where we don't have enough food for our own families. So we go and we try to survive any way we can. And that's all that she was doing here. There was no intent to steal. There was no intent to harm. There was intent to live. And life is sacred. Go ahead and uh, roll. Add your persuasion. 18. I'm still poring over the legal textbooks looking for some kind of beautiful loophole. And with my researcher, I should be able to find something or other. Okay. Everyone can see that I'm a, a priest of Ajir, right? Or is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, they recognize, like, the uh, the symbols and everything. So I was saying life is sacred makes sense, and I would say that. Do you have other holy symbols besides your beer mug? Well, well I have symbols of her on my, like, armor. Gotcha. But her, the holy symbols is where my power comes from, since what I have tap into. I've got her, her symbol on me. Uh, so the um, <clears throat> the crowd is is at this point still in the favor of the defense, not quite as much as they were before. I need to cause like I want a new t- I want a new attorney. <laughs> um, Just wait for Olash's cross examination. So now uh, Gavin comes comes back up. He quickly says, um, "Reasons aside, uh, folks, we can all agree theft is still theft, right?" Uh, I may be hungry, but that doesn't mean I can take your tomato, can I? He says, but that's neither here nor there for right now. And he goes back up to Kariktika. Kariktika, were you, uh, were you building a nest with the intent to breed? He, like, winks at her. I might have illusioned his wife from the audience. Hey! (laughs) No, I do not do that. Uh, and Kariktika sort of, like, it seems like she's she's sort of picked up a little bit on what's going on here, uh, at least in terms of like the call and response of she's being asked questions that she has to answer. So her answers are getting a little bit quicker. There's less like cocking her head, looking at you like a dog kind of thing. Um, and she says, um, uh, nest, yes, I build for eggs. Gavin says, oh, uh, you're building a nest for your eggs now. That's... Uh, what was your intent? What were you going to be doing with these eggs? <laughs> he winks again. <laughs> hey! And she sort of, she looks at him and goes, uh, um, uh, in intent, uh, what, what does, what means? And he goes, um, he like puts his head <laughs> in his hand. And he goes, um, Kariktika, why build nest <laughs> and she uh, she like nods her head as if she finally understands the question and uh, she says uh, oh I I start clutch become egg mother Gavin turns to the crowd and says um, seems plain as day to me folks she uh, she has now admitted she was going to be Breeding more of her kind, more of the lack of her, right up near the town. Who knows how many there are going to be? There's one, there's a million, right? Just like roaches. <laughs> and he goes back and sits down. How's the crowd doing right now? Are they, like, getting hostile, or are they just kind of... Uh, well, like I said, as the as of the end of the last round, they're still kind of in the defense's favor, but it's it's close. Someone else going to go up? Or Can I roll... I don't know, I'm looking for a Something. I'm looking for something in the rule book. I don't because I'm not going to make an argument because my charisma is negative two. So <laughs> I'm just not going to. Uh, you can. Uh, why don't you roll? Uh, roll intelligence. Add your proficiency. Yes. Okay. And we'll say that this is like you doing research. Yeah. Ooh, 
So um, at this point, you've read through the entire town charter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you've read through the entire charter, yeah. and you're at this point you're going through like the footnotes and the addendums and everything, and you're looking for for that that one sort of uh, thing that's really going to to just turn the tide. You haven't found it yet, but you are close. You know you're close. I'm almost there. I'm gonna make. Could it. not have rolled better than that. <laughs> you could have rolled it. You could have critted. It was one better, possible better roll. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up to Kariktika and I'm gonna ask her. Um, Kariktika, when your eggs hatched, were you planning to attack the townsfolk with your clutch? I don't think that far. You were trying to create some army. You didn't come to this town. You didn't come to this area intending to displace these villagers or harm them in any way. I come to have eggs and to have a family and live your life, breed and make many kobolds. Many, many kobolds. Each man on the any man. Kobolds do speak pig uh, Latin. So. And, and why did you want to, to make more kobolds? We're uh, <laughs> getting too existential for her. <laughs> is, family, is family something important to you, Kriktika? Would do you, you say that you have family values? <laughs> I... <laughs> I want her to respond to that question, but I'm trying to think, like, does she have the vocabulary to be able to do it? In Draconic, she might. Uh, yeah, but no one in the crowd speaks it, so... But it, may, it might help her understand our questions better yeah. if... I, well, yeah, I, I can translate for her. I mean, it's up to you guys if you want to do it. Uh, because it, 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 I will say this, it puts you at a little bit of a disadvantage because then you are are interpreting the answers to her questions for the jury and they're going to be like, well, you could be saying anything. Yeah. I was thinking more just we could, G, we could give lie. her the... They I'm, don't necessarily know or believe that I was because thinking, you have to you have to level it against yeah. how they feel about the cold. I understand. I mean, maybe we could just t- talk to her in Draconic, but still have her answer in common, just so like she can understand what we're asking a little bit better. But but they don't understand what we're asking. So mm, okay, it could just seem like you're feeding her things to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So um, ooh, sorry. What did she say to my? So the the question is, do you have family no, values? No, no, no. I say, uh, Karitika, um, do you do you like having children uh, around? Do you do you enjoy uh, do you enjoy being an egg mother, or would you have enjoyed being an egg mother? I want many children. I say, and who could argue with that? Who among us doesn't? I know I certainly hope to have many. Make, Perhaps I even do. Make many. <laughs> Many kobolds. Yes, yeah. Done for that round. He goes on a he goes on a speech about motherhood and <laughs> it's really moving. <laughs> the joys Again, of the Halo returns. That first thirty children blinking yeah. up at you with yeah. their yeah. The, the Halo did return. Uh, go ahead and roll a d twenty. Add your persuasion. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that is eight. eight. Okay. Oh. Did my talk about family values seem insincere? <laughs> it seems like the crowd just really got stuck on the whole many, many kobolds no. thing. So they are no longer in favor of the defense as of right now. Uh, Damn. Gavin gets back up again. Fart. 
<laughs> That's a little more on brand for you guys. Mage hand and his pants fall down. Uh, he's wearing a robe. But anyway, he uh, he gets up and he says, uh, and as he's walking up to the dais, he sort of turns and looks at the crowd and goes, oh, many, many kobolds. How does that make you feel? How does it make you feel about your children? And he goes up to Kariktika and he sort of puts his hands on like the, the front of the little podium that's in front of her. And he goes, uh, Kariktika, do you, uh, do you worship a dragon? She sort of looks up at him and like her, her eyes almost light up as if like she, she recognized all of the words in that sentence and she understands it completely. She, she says, uh, kobolds bow to all dragons. Gavin turns, looks at the crowd, doesn't say anything. Just sort of like gives one of those, you know, take that there in sort it. of I, I lean emotions. over to Awen and I say, is dragon worshipping illegal in this town? <laughs> I, I, would, I would know that because I've just read the whole thing. Dragon worship is not illegal. Right, so that's not illegal. No, no it's not. I object. Uh, I'm going to stand up and I say, objection! The, the, the attorney is trying to prejudice the, the jury against my client. There is no law in this town against dragon worship. People in this community are free to worship whomever they please. And that is one of just one of the many freedoms that makes me truly, <laughs> truly like and love and admire this, this town. Gavin I says... I show uh, a bunch of papers too. There's not one law. It's uh, talking about... So, uh, Mayor Giselle uh, asks that, that both you and Gavin approach the bench. Okay. Um, so you guys both come up, and Mayor Giselle says... You uh, give Gavin a little love pat. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, you're doing great, but... Gavin, do you do you have a response to this objection? And Gavin says, "Now, may I just say, I am just I am just trying to establish a few things before I get to a further question that we're going to. I I promise that there is validity to what I am talking about here, and I am not merely trying to smear the defendant or her religious predilections." Then what, what possible purpose could there be to asking such a question? Uh, perhaps uh, the other counselor should uh, hold on his objections and wait until the, all the questions are asked. That's, that's not how this works. You have to object in the moment. or, or if I, I'm not going to just let aspersions on my client's character go unchallenged. That's ridiculous. Well, perhaps you could take it on faith from one counselor to another that I am not making character-based judgments here and that I am merely establishing important facts. What is, the, what is the importance of this fact? The importance of the fact is that often those who worship dragons sacrifice to those dragons. There are follow-up questions here that I must ask. Fine. You're, if you wish to, to establish, you're going to try to establish that my client was intending to sacrifice uh, Waldo to, to a dragon. If, if that's your line of argument, then I actually have no problem with that because I know that she was not. So you guys both, uh, ret- uh, you retreat back to the uh, the defense's table, and uh, Gavin goes back, and uh, he turns to the crowd, sort of plays it up for them a little bit, and is like, oh, so sorry for the interruption, folks. But um, uh, So, as to my previous question, I had asked, uh, if Kariktika here worships dragons, she said that, that kobolds bow to all dragons. Now, Kariktika, my follow-up to that, have you ever sacrificed to a dragon before. Kariktika nods her head. Can I cross exam? Can I ask a question now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I stand up and I go to Kariktika and I say, Kariktika, what did you sacrifice to a dragon? Uh, 
don't ask your question. You don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a chance to get we a didn't. deposition. So. <laughs> there was no time to faith. actually talk with our client. Look, honestly, straight up, if she has Miss sacrificed trial. people to a dragon, then I don't really <laughs> want to keep defending her, so let's just get that out in the open. <laughs> Are you like, get a chance to talk to her in <laughs> trial. Are you actually calling for actually, a trial? I okay. actually, can I ask, can I say, um, I, I want to approach the bench and I want to say, Your Honor, we actually have we didn't walk into this town hall expecting to have to mount a defense, which means that we haven't had a chance to uh, confer with our client and do some basic discovery, ask her, ascertain certain facts about the case. Would it be possible to take a very brief recess to do so? <laughs> the mayor, like, ruffles papers around, straightens them, puts I them back down, most charming smile. and then uh, looks at you, and with this just, like, slimy, greasy smile on her face says, um, no. You want to run for mayor in my town? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Who told you that? Wait, you, did I say you that? Said, <laughs> you said that in your office. Withdrawn, withdrawn. <laughs> I say, um, so you're, uh, you're, you're taking this trial and making it, and using it to further your political agenda? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying, Madam Mayor? You are distorting the outcome of this trial in order to further a political agenda? I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to roll another intelligence check. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you can roll a persuasion yeah. check. Yes, no. That's a 14. Ooh, 12. The mayor immediately fires back at the same volume that you Ooh. are speaking at and says, Oh, of course not. It would be absolutely abhorrent to attempt to use a trial of this nature where someone's life hangs in the balance to further my own political career. That sounds like something quite a bard might do. Madam, bards are not known for being politicians. We are storytellers, entertainers, weavers of tales and myths. I've So you're I've liars. No, do you consider a, a, a fairy tale a lie? Well, it's not true. You're right, I suppose. A fairy tale is not true. And what a dull, dreary world it would be if we had to go our entire lives never seeing never with with no story with no song with no escape from the the truths of existence I now guess. counselor i do believe it is time to stop stalling i'm not and stalling. get back to the trial it was your question so just to be clear you are denying us the opportunity to have a, a brief session to confer with our client and ascertain certain key facts relevant to her defense? Well, I think at this point, it would be untoward, after you've already asked a question and before the client has answered, for you to confer and possibly rescind your question, which seemed as if it held important information that our fair jury here may want to know. Oh, I have no objection to her, to her answering this question first, um, but at, perhaps after she answers? Perhaps. Right. I turn back to Kurikdika and I say, uh, once again, Kurikdika, uh, just in case you've forgotten the little scuffle there, I was asking what you have sacrificed to a dragon. Lesser beings. S such as? Rats, sheep, oh. pigs, hmm. smaller kobolds, <laughs> a horse. <laughs> I kind of smile my <laughs> I say never a person or a dwarf or a halfling? Uh, no, I've never tried. Thank you. 
Uh, can I f- do a follow up to what he was asking? Or? Uh, so that's that's like the end of that uh, question. Uh, so go ahead and roll again, Cassian. You need to get rid of that die. Twelve total for you? Yeah. Okay. They are even more in the prosecution's favor right now. It's okay. Not for Olash. So Gavin uh, comes back up to the, the dais and goes to Kurikta and says, uh, Now, uh, Kurikta, you say that you have uh, sacrificed uh, lesser beings. Um, tell me, how do kobolds view... Uh, Humans and dwarves and elves are they uh, are they lesser beings? Karitaka looks up at him and says, um, "Kobolds are strong. Kobolds are top." <laughs> Quick huddle, team. <laughs> Listen, Olash. I know that she's cute, <laughs> but <laughs> she is basically admitting to. That she would have no problem sacrificing people. It's, it seems like she views us as subhuman, and she's already admitted to sacrificing others. Sub-cobalt. Yeah, she doesn't view us as Excuse me. Yeah, that, that, I guess that's my own prejudice. <laughs> but really, are we 100% sure that we want to be trying to get her off well, here? Here's the other thing I keep thinking about, is that we're doing this whole thing, and all you really want is a pet. She's not a pet. She's an actual bee. I don't want a pet. I just don't want her to die. But I... I believe that life is sacred, and I don't want to see her die for this, and I'm willing to defend her for that, but she's... I mean, she has to pay a recompense for what she did. Yeah, what what punishment are we planning to, to inflict on her if, she's not, if we're not going to let her be executed? Roll the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Just say on your cobalt word and don't do it again. And we're back to treating her like a dog again. <laughs> That's not what we want. I'm Just saying. I mean, we can play this out because we've taken we've taken on the responsibility for defense. And frankly, I do believe that she. Well, I suppose she has the right to to defensive counsel. But even if we do, by some miracle, manage to get her off, I don't necessarily know. It's such a great idea to have her just roaming around. I just don't think it's right for her to die for living her life and being who she is. And just being a kobold. She didn't know that she couldn't build that nest right there. And she was just doing what she, kobolds do. Olash gives this speech out to the crowd and everyone starts <laughs> crying. Oh, it's now 100% on. in our favor. And, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Well, and then I fly the away on, kobold, on the kobolds. <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> it's the end of Greece. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any questions you want to ask her or anything? I'm just, okay, I know I dragged us into this. <laughs> I'm just worried, uh, considering the treatment that I have gotten in this town as a half-orc, that they will not want to hear anything I have to say, particularly in the defense of a kobold. Is Terry in the audience? No. Okay. Uh, okay. He pays himself. That's, uh, that's a... <laughs> Somewhere off of the He distance. just knows. <laughs> Listen, I say, I say, that is a fair point, Olash. However, I think if we're going to have any shot at persuading them to free this kobold or to abstain from executing her, it's going to have to be because we convince her, convince them that she's not a monster, that she's not a person, that, I, that she is a person. <laughs> and I can't see... Cassie, you really are a, like... It, it seems to me that a part and parcel of that would be accepting your own personhood. 
you know, convincing them that you are not a monster simply for being tall and somewhat fanged. <laughs> a little, a little. <laughs> I stroke my fang. <laughs> <laughs> a little fair degree. So maybe, maybe. Wow. Maybe you should try and persuade them. Okay, I'll try. Is it is it our turn? Gavin sees you guys have this like sort of prolonged huddle, um, and he looks over and he says, um, "I don't have any more questions. Uh, <laughs> go for it." I'm gonna cast thaumaturgy again on her when she walks up and give her that same halo. Do, do sleight of hand again, or are you doing it clandestinely? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm gonna do sleight of hand. It's a seven. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> mayor Giselle looks down. Uh, just Olesh, just as you like, get up this sort of purplish uh, halo appears around you, and Mayor Jaseil looks down at, at you, Yarfik, directly, like, makes eye contact, and is like, cut the theatrics. <laughs> you first. Ooh. Go ahead, Erlash. <laughs> I'm not the one making a light show during the trial. No, but you're making a show of a lot of different things. I'm gonna let it drop at the same point, but I'm not gonna break eye contact with her. And okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fart a little bit. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, I just, my hands yeah, that was me. <laughs> I did not do that. I, I, I'm no, busy you may not have done it, but you're the one who has to sit in it. Oh, God. Uh, Go so, ahead, Olash. Okay. <clears throat> um, we've been in this town for a little bit now, and in that time, a lot of people have said some pretty mean things to me about being a half-orc. And it has hurt my feelings deeply. And yet, I still went out and tried to help you guys and save your friends. And I'm gonna go back out and try to save more of your friends. Because even if some of you don't think of me as a, as a person, and some of you think of me as a monster, I'm not a monster. I'm a person. Half-orc. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Just because you guys don't understand this kobold, and she doesn't understand you, that doesn't make her horrible. Uh, she didn't know what she was doing was wrong, and I think we need to respect that and uh, let her try to live her life again now knowing these things. She can try to start over, and if we have problems with her again, then we'll, you know, concede that maybe she's a problem. But she didn't know what she was doing was wrong, and she was just being a cobalt. And I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I give I give a lot. Like, yeah! I give I, go ahead and roll with advantage. Okay. Because of your impassioned speech. So I, I roll twice? Yes. I'm gonna roll this one. That's the compassion. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so persuasion, uh, I think. Persuasion. Yeah, persuasion. So 15. Oh, that's right, you get negative one on persuasion. Oh, man. Hey, that's still a good roll. Still reading those textbooks. Uh, Gavin rolled shitty, so that was, <laughs> that was good. Go ahead and roll again, AON. 22. A 22. Okay, so you've you've read through the entire charter. You're going now through the footnotes and the addenda, uh, <laughs> trying to find something. And, and just when you're about to give up hope, there's this entry about a community service program. <laughs> Wait. Uh, um, I, uh, I, I raise my hand. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to tell me, and I can tell? Her. <laughs> uh, the the mayor says, uh, yes. What? Um, what is I, it? Uh, 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 page sixty four of the of the town charter bylaw B addendum forty six. Uh, yeah, I have it right here. You should have it right there on your desk. And she rifles through her papers. She goes, yes. What is it? 
Um, yeah, a, it says uh, a murder charge can be commuted. I don't know the particulars of it, right? Like, uh, if if the uh, defendant agrees to a community service charge, um, so basically she, the, you can use the Charicticar's uh, flying skills. Maybe she can help you out in the town. She'll she'll help. Community service. <laughs> the mayor. She won't die that way. <laughs> reads reads it sort of like silently to herself like you can see her lips moving as she's sitting there and, and reading the things on this page Words are hard, aren't they? and she ignores you completely <laughs> and she turns to uh to Karikdika and says uh there is another option available to you apparently you can submit to terms of community service one for every count leveled against you um, which would be a total of seven, so it would be seven years of community service to the town rather than dealing with the rest of the trial. I say, Madam Mayor, would it be possible for my associate here to explain this option to the defendant in her native language just to be certain that she understands the options before her? She uh, looks at, at Yarfik as you, you motion to him and uh, says... Um, no, I, I, I will have uh, my own assistant who speaks draconic do it. I just don't trust him. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen in to make sure he's telling her exactly what, she, what okay. her, her things are to make sure. So uh, she motions Nyad over, and he goes over, and in his, you know, in his very like, you know, oh, well, this is the way that I talk, and I sound like this. He does that even in draconic. Um, <laughs> And uh, but he ex- he explains it to her like wrote very okay. exactly what the mayor just said. So you don't I let you no funny that. business. I'll let you know that I was on the up and up. I also give a thumbs up. The crowd is all like once again it's all hubbub and murmurs. They're all like oh what's what's going on? I, you know I, I, what's what's all this like weird clicking and all that strange noise and the growls and stuff and uh, this has never happened before. No one's ever invoked community service. <laughs> <laughs> they all were just like, sure, kill me. <laughs> That's because they don't read here. Yeah, they, most of the... Remember, Seth, Seth Jeffs told you last time, they're not a town of readers. No. Karitaka sort of takes it all in, and it just is like, uh, commun- community service. What, uh, what I... What I do? Yes. What would her, I guess, job be in this situation? I um suppose that we could utilize her in uh, search and rescue, or as a lookout from a high vantage point, or as a garbage collector. Or if you need any tunnels dug. Uh, right! You know, I'll be far too busy digging. with my priorities. <laughs> I uh, am imagined that we can find seven years worth of things for her to do. Great. Well, that's great. It Does is a small town. All that? I'm, I'm, I'm very sure that the uh, the local temple probably can use her services at some point as well. No, we believe in separation of church and state. We wouldn't be doing community service for the temple. We wouldn't be transferring our resources directly yeah, to them. What do you them. think this is, John? <laughs> clearly. <laughs> the, clearly this town has a separation of church and state. <laughs> well, maybe this is America. Maybe it's because <laughs> they hang people for sheep theft. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they don't hang people for sheep theft in the name of God. (laughs) 
charity work works all around. So what does Karitika say? So Karitika... And that gets explained to her as well. Uh, yeah, and she still, she sort of looks around, and then she she motions to, to Olash... And she like like lifts both her hands because she's still cuffed, and she like motions like come come closer, come here. Oh no! And she just says, "What would you do?" Uh, you should you should do the community service. That way you live, and then you get to live your life in seven years, and maybe I'll see you around. <laughs> Single orcish tear. I just imagine at the word around you turn and you like wipe a tear out of your eye and just slow motion walk back to the table that everyone's like sitting one, at. One glance back over your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, what, are you, what are you doing? Why are you walking? So slow? I, I, I hand you a hanky. I I mean, I'll go to the, the jury and say, ladies and gentlemen, even though now you are incidental to the case. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Uh, it's so important to remind people that they don't matter. <laughs> You'd be a, per- a perfect mayoral candidate. Yes. Kariktika at this point looks up at at the mayor and says, uh, "I community service." Um, you are community service. service. <laughs> yes, you are. And the mayor looks at the jury. She looks at. Gavin somewhat angrily. Uh, she looks out over the crowd assembled in the town hall, and she looks at, at your table, finally, where the four of you are sort of all uh, collected, and says, well, I believe this case is settled. Seven years of community service. Does anyone have any other business? No? Meeting adjourned. Oh, and I just uh, stand up real quick, and I say very loudly to the crowd, and uh, if you ever need legal assistance, the Von Devos Adventure is happy to help. Just, like, throw uh, out a bunch of cards. Yeah, yeah. I just start, I pass them around. <laughs> you, like, run out to the exit and get everyone on their way out? Yeah, yeah. You shake hands, you kiss babies. I think I still have a few oh, bobbleheads. While, while, while he's doing that, I cast thaumaturgy to all the torches and psychs as his daytime, all flare to life, and just, like, you know, start, like, sh- shooting off colors. And the, the mayor, at this point, she, like, gathers all of her papers, and... Very quickly, uh, just like walks, like speed walking over to this staircase that leads up to her office and disappears upstairs. <laughs> and the, high fives. High fives. Everyone in the town hall is, uh, they're all sort of, they're hustling and bustling their way out. Uh, some of them like stop up by you guys or just like sort of reach across the divider and they're just like, oh, that was, wow, that was something. Um, Talk to Sefton, get said, to know well, us. Well, we are professionals. If you really like what we did, yes, talk to Seth Jeff. He is the leader yes. of the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate fan club here in Stone's Throw. Wow. You guys got to get, like, a better name for that fan club. <laughs> that's just really long. We're, we're open to suggestions. Talk to, I don't we know. We didn't if... start the fan club. It's not ours to name. I'm sure you and Seth Jeff could figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the feedback, though. It's always appreciated. It's very nice, yes. And so, you know, you get sort of glad-handed by a couple of people. And then uh, Gavin comes over. He says, uh, that was uh, quite a fight. No hard feelings. We were just, uh, we were just people doing our jobs. Yes, uh, you, uh, you did an excellent job yourself. I'm glad to see how seriously your talent takes the legal process. It must be hard putting in all that work and then to be undone by a little <laughs> poll. I'm sorry. That must be really sad. I mean, I can't say it feels great. But, uh, you know, especially with my wife being in the audience. 
I do, I do wish she would tell me when she was coming out to, to watch me practice law. But uh, but I, I got to say there, you, uh, you've, you've got quite an eye for detail and quite a good legal mind. If you ever wanted to become a, a law clerk or a paralegal of some kind, uh, you know, I know... I know some people you could talk to. Oh, anyway, you're uh, not even graduating. I know. You're already I, getting I, offers. There's an internship out there for you as well. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, that sounds... I uh, will... I'll be at school. <laughs> if, you, if you want to send, to send a, to send a uh, thing or something. Okay. So, Eleanor um, Amara. She's, uh, she's easily flustered, but she has, a, as you can see, an excellent legal mind. Fantastic. Uh, what, um, what school... <laughs> Oh, um, uh, Blackbeak. Oh, oh, you're you're a uh, you're an ORE academy. Okay. Yes, I lift up my hands. <laughs> I have all the gangsters on them. You just like Ricky Bobby. Just like I don't know what to do with my hands, <laughs> holding them up in front of your face. Great. What a reference. <laughs> but you 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 did law too. So get... I walk away. <laughs> Uh, so does he. I say I would advise not well, putting her in front of a jury. <laughs> Before he doesn't sir, you're a credit to your profession, and I appreciate all you've done. Okay, are you shaking his hand, yes. or are you cupping his I'm testicles? Cupping. <laughs> Be clearer with your pantomimes. <laughs> this is cup the testicles. Sorry. This is handshake. You were halfway in between. It was very hard to tell. <laughs> I, like I'm short. Ball. It's going up <laughs> like that way. Yeah. I, I, I graze the balls every time I raise my hand. I understand. Gross. Uh, wash your hands. At least you're not a piece of livestock. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what were you saying? I shake his hand and I say to him, you're a credit profession, sir, and we appreciate you doing what you had to do. Thank you. You all were far more formidable than I pegged you for when the mayor brought me in for this, I must say. Uh, might suggest... Uh, Cutting down on the theatrics a little bit, just sticking a good old-fashioned law. I, I make a fart again. <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it. We're going to do us. Nigeria <laughs> bless you. We can't stop a freight train. Yeah, I'm just surprised that Olash and Cassian didn't, like, start jamming in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got time now if you want to put it past A quick, like, pop-up concert? So while while all of these conversations are taking place, uh, Kesto is is unburdening Karitika of all the restraints. So he has untied her wings. He's he's unlocked the chains on her legs, and finally he's he's taken off the handcuffs. So she is free for all intents and purposes she, she to, to move about. Uh, I mean, you'd have to go and like do a medicine check of some kind. I could, I'd, I'd like to look her over just to make sure she's okay. Sure. She roll, a, roll a medicine check. Let's go to face waves after this. It's 12. 12? Um, no, she looks like she's in pretty good health. I mean, you guys kind of just saw her the day before. It's only been three days, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, real whirlwind of activity. <laughs> um, but yeah, she looks she looks fine. I mean, she's been fed. It looks like she's gotten sleep. Like she's not. There's no evidence that they've done anything to her other than hold her. Okay. You know, her. There's a little bit of like puffiness and soreness on where the restraints were on her, just because she's not used to having like that much cold metal around her. But that looks like it'll go away pretty easily. Okay, I say, uh, now I think Aelin might have a stroke if we don't kill, pick up her device from these uh, yeah, right away. I've been so. like, I've been kind of shuffling around. Well, I thought she was <laughs> just celebrating because she found the loophole. I, yeah, I, I mean, been, that was very well done, by the way. Thank you. I've been shuffling around. and I've Do been, you like, want to take a copy of that loophole and keep it with you? Because it's like a memento of your time that you saved. No, I remember it. And then I go, <laughs> and uh, 
I'll, I'll like remember it word for word for the rest of my life. I'm um, sorry, it was the look on your face of just like utter disgust of how could you possibly suggest that I would not remember a thing? It's a, it's a normal normal face she makes when you have a yarfic talk, so it's okay. Um, yeah, so I, I'm already walking towards Fierce Reef. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think we're going. So you guys leave, or you're, some of you are at least in the process of leaving. Olash, Kirtika is now free of her restraints. Do you want to do anything, say anything, or are you going to just toddle along with your party? I uh, I just, like, go along with the party, but I kind of, like, hang back for a second and just, like, look at her and, like, wave. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're, like, trying to get her attention. Yeah. Okay, so you look at her, you wave. She, she doesn't see it. Um, no, that's fine. But she just, she's like not looking in she that knew. direction. Kesto is giving her directions of like, well, you know, he's like, well, I guess you're my responsibility now. So these are the <laughs> things we're going to have to start doing. I'm going to have to make some sort of shirt or jerkin for you or something. <laughs> She's yes. just like her sleeves are like past her. I want to see that more responsibility. He's, uh, I want to see Kesto's one yeah, too easy. Shirt this town didn't have enough trouble, so he was just sitting in the jailhouse having a fun time just doing nothing, so he needs a better job. Or like a reflective vest. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a reflective vest with like a big red CS <laughs> on it that stands for community service. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just so everyone knows. Yes. Well, letters. There's two of them. Well, it's um, enough for me that she wanted my opinion. Yes. And I will carry that with me for the rest of my <laughs> And you're with her forever as well. She'll remember you. I'll make an itching of her 40 so you can remember her. Um, <laughs> so She'll remember her. <laughs> yeah. For this, Olash won't even need a flashcard. <laughs> <laughs> Olash will always remember. So you, uh, you all leave. And you make your way over to Fizzweaves, which is not too far away from the town hall. You know, it's a. <laughs> you uh, so Awen arrives Awen, first. Awen, Awen. Do you like stop yourself outside the door and like collect yourself and take a deep I'm, breath and then like open it slowly and walk in like you were just gambling yes, exactly. around? Exactly. I'm just. And I'm just I walk in. I go. I'm back. I'm back. I'm look. Uh, hi. Uh, and there are. Drop the facade. There are. Uh, there are. You know. There. There's hustle and bustle going on around here. Like it certainly seems like some people who were at the town hall meeting probably just sort of like stopped in because they're like, well, we're in the area. But there's also <laughs> all of the town's magic users. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not just magic users. He does potions and healing oh, right, salves right, right, and all right, sorts right, of stuff right, like right. that. They're so. looking for wards against a cobalt. That might Any number of things they might need. <laughs> there are people in there that you recognize from the town hall. There are other people in there that you don't recognize. Anyone recognize yeah, um, sort of pretty, pretty cool what? shop, isn't it? And, and you guys haven't arrived yet. She arrived first. It's pretty cool. I know. I know. Uh, I know. I know. Fizzweave person. And uh, Fizzweave comes comes walking out of the back with like uh, with uh, vials in each of his hands, and he goes and he goes up to the counter and he hands them to the to the person that was clearly waiting for them. Um, and then he looks around and he sees you and he goes, "Oh, oh, Awen, you're back." Excellent timing. Yeah. Um, yes. I, are, are you okay? Yes. 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 yes, yes. I'm back. I'm Awen. I'm back. I'm. I'm community service. <laughs> community service. I'm, I did. We had a timing. We had a trial. The timing's good. Uh, do you magical diviner? <laughs> right to the point. Uh, yes, I have I'm finished. Like, I, your I, arcane diviner. I push my hair in front of my face and then just like curse myself. I'm like stupid. <laughs> just so stupid. Just and then I like, 
I'm back. <laughs> he goes, Sorry. He goes, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I will go get it for you. I'll be right back. Great. So he disappears into the back. At this point, the rest of the party has arrived. Um, so you guys are all in there. And he um, isn't isn't back there for very long before he comes out with this, uh, like, small, well, not small wooden box. Uh, uh, the box is probably about, like, three times the length of your average magic wand. My hand is on it. And he... Uh, <laughs> Goes, he goes over to you, and he he opens it up and goes, uh, fair is fair. This was all part of the deal. No! <laughs> <laughs> okay, an arcane diviner requires attunement twice the length of a normal wand and with a forked end. The arcane diviner screams, contraption. It is an amount of wood, stone, and metal, various dials on its side. It looks cobbled together. It can be used as a caster. Did you make a sonic screwdriver? No. It can detect magic. So I can, I don't have to waste a spell for that. That's cool. It can sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. Cool, 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 cool. I can learn the school of its magic, blah, blah, blah. Awesome stuff. It also identifies. I can choose one object that I must touch throughout the casting of the spell. So I must be able to touch it. And it can tell. I can learn of its properties and how to use it, whether it requires attunement and how many charges it has, if any. Oh, this is only for magical imbued objects. I can learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are, or if the item was created by a spell, I can learn which spell created it. If you instead touch a creature through the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. This nice. is... Nice. I, I read that. Pretend I read that all in Eowyn's voice. This is so cool! And if you type the right numbers on it and hold it upside down, it spells boo. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool, Fizzweave. You really, you've really outdone yourself. This is really cool. It says, "Oh, nonsense, my dear lady. I, uh, we had a fair trade going, and this was all part of it." Yeah, Fizzweave, you've made her possibly life with this. <laughs> it's in my hair. It's really, it's in, it's in a it's, special place in my it's hair. Longer than. <laughs> <laughs> It's just sticking out. It's like putting in those like bun holders. Yeah. Just, you could put it in the bag of holding that you have. Okay, okay I'll put it in the bag of holding which like, fits in my hair. Sure. Oh, that's great. You've put the bag of holding in, in your hair so you can just put things directly <laughs> in Yeah. The bag of holding is already in my hair yeah. so that's you're how like, I'm putting it in my hair. God, you're like Lion from Steven Universe. Great. So, uh, Fizzweave says, uh, well, this was, you know, obviously fortuitous that I could give you that, but that is that is not what I was mentioning in terms of this being impeccable timing. And I see that the rest of your friends are all here. This is fantastic. Uh, the uh, Remember, I, I contacted the ORE on your behalf after you guys went off into that portal. Oh, right. The, um, yes, indeed. That's the, true. Uh, the, the time has arrived, and they're uh, they're here. They want to they wanna speak to you. <laughs> and at that moment, you see a six-and-a-half-foot-tall red dragonborn sorcerer wearing blue and yellow ORE robes with a large jeweled quarterstaff slung on her back turn around and she she looks to Fizzweave and she says uh, uh, yes, Fizzweave is, uh, is this them? Is this the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate? At your service, my good lady. And I shake her hand. Cassian Von Demos. She hero. puts out her hand uh, to shake yours. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, just, I do my little spiel. I say, okay. hero, adventurer, uh, rescuer, finder of mis- <laughs> missing persons, expert tunneler, lawyer. <laughs> I don't think she's into that, Cassian. And she, a, a time came and talked to my school once, but I never actually spoken to him in, in person. They came and gave us, hi. This is <laughs> Nice to meet you. I shake. I, I, I like your tattoo. <laughs> she shakes your hand and, Looks and at says, uh, "Yes, yes. Hello. I am Sayena uh, Calderst. These are my companions." And she motions to a heavily armored tiefling, who comes forward and says, uh, "Hello. I am 
Icadius. <laughs> and then uh, uh, behind uh, him, a, uh, a half-elven woman steps out and says, uh, Oh, hello, I'm, I'm Sephira. <laughs> and a, uh, another gnome who is looking at something in one of the cabinets turns around <laughs> after hearing all of the uh, sort of all the commotion of is- and, and goes, I'm Hobson! <laughs> all of this is to like a bouncy theme song as they yes. turn around. <laughs> yes. It's spectacular to meet you all. And Sienna uh, continues and says, uh, Fizzweave gave us the broad strokes. Uh, impressive job taking down Scotch. He was once one of our members. We, uh, we thought him lost or worse. He Turns out it was worse. worse. He was definitely lost in a different way. By all accounts, you showed uh, great skill in foiling his plans and freeing all those people. Thank you. <laughs> it's all about teamwork. Yes, I... I hear that you you were quite instrumental. I were. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I cast a few little spells here and there. She, was, in te- she was integral to our, 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 our amazing <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Without Eowyn, we never yeah. would have worked out how to free the captives from their thrall. Yeah, I... I, I I figured out the the mind control collars and I I undid them and I, I, I oh, any any basic magic user could have done it. While you guys are are while you're saying this, Hobson has started juggling bonfires. Very <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. like to be a part of it. <laughs> Uh, and he says, uh, I already am. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. As I watch that happen, I trail off and just am transfixed by <laughs> by the higher level um, basic magic. Yeah, so uh, at this point, like, Cassian and Eowyn are sort of deep in conversation with Sienna. Ikadius has come up to Yarfik uh, as you're both men of the cloth in one way, shape, or form. Um, and you guys are sort of, you know, having a conversation. Hobson is fascinated with Olash. Just just like he's he's just so interested he's like oh my god these you know the the uh, these animal furs you have they're so nice like oh your tattoos are so cool he just he thinks that you're the coolest but he's doing all this still while juggling bonfires <laughs> meanwhile Sayana, remembers fire bad but but restrains herself <laughs> this is cool yeah. <laughs> fire bad but respect yeah. pretty great <laughs> It's cool, kids. <laughs> Sienna continues and says, uh, Is there anything of great import that you feel we should be aware of? Well, there was uh, one of Scotch's accomplishments. Palette! <laughs> <laughs> That's as I was uh, starting, starting to say. <laughs> well, I want you to know over. that me going like this and putting my head back was a 100% Sam reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Sam ducked backwards like he behind the screen. Um, I think everyone in the, in the shop turned around at that point to look at Yes, Aowen. yeah, yeah. All of the, it's crickets right now. The sound is all drowned out. One of Scotch's accomplishes, accomplices. I'm sorry, I just came from a long trial. <laughs> uh, uh, his name's Pallid. Yes, a, a drowned named Pallid who is a spellcaster of some type managed to escape. With the body. And with our friend Yavik's signet ring. Oh, was there something important about the ring? Uh, Sentimental value. It's a family heirloom from my from my clan, and I just I really need it back. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, Fizzweave, do you still have that wand? Fizzweave, like, runs back uh, into the back room again. Um, 20 minutes later. It comes back out. Uh, not, not 20 minutes later at all. Very quickly. Short. 
comes back. <laughs> <laughs> he only moves 25 feet around. <laughs> he runs like a penguin. Yeah. Uh, no, he comes back <laughs> out. That's canon. That's yeah, canon. sure. He comes back out going, wah, 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 wah. Uh, and with the wand in his hand, as well as the, the collar and the, uh, the, the rod and the ring. Uh, and he goes, yes, I've, I've got them right here. And um, we would... We, we, we suspected you might be able to use the one to, to find out where Pallid is. We don't know. So I, I, I tried. I, I did what I could, and it doesn't feel like it's connected to to any living being. There's no pull coming, like, emanating towards anything mm. other than just that outhouse. Right. And it's at that point that you guys remember that you found that wand in Scutch's chambers, not on Pallid, so oh. it's probably not Pallid's wand. Oh, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, let's bring Scutch back to life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find his body first. Cyanesis, um, it is um, most troubling that the, the body was not recovered. It's a bit concerning. Right? Well. Uh, if he is already... Broken with our ways, I fear what other magic he may employ. Or anyone in his, in his service might as well. Uh, yes, that You're was what I was implying. Ghost. I, or worse. I, I, uh, there uh, are many things. Mean ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those creepy little Japanese ghosts that like uh, sit in the corner and just stare. <laughs> Cassian, why do they have to be Japanese ghosts? What is Japan? <laughs> uh, how did you infer the country? <laughs> Interesting. There are many who believe that death is not the end. And uh, there are many within, or uh, rather there are many who have broken from our ranks that have done much research into this. And I, I spit on the ground. I just always fear the worst. The other part that bothers me is the fact that a lot of those that were brought into this match were sold off as slaves afterwards. We don't know where they've went. Right, we're still looking for, was it Milton Whittigan? Yeah, we're still looking for Milton Whittigan. He, he, he was sold into slavery and he belongs in this town. And there's many others as well from other towns. This right. is going a lot deeper. Apparently they have fight clubs all over. It's not just that one. Wait, I think, it, do, I think do they, they just had the one one arena, but it, people the, came from all over. I thought the quartermaster said they were moving to another place. Well, or that they, Af- they after this one said that right. Scotch was saying that they would need to move locations because we... Uh, <laughs> I bluffed them a little bit uh, when there was a tricky moment when they had had, had us held hostage. And do you I want to act that out for them? We can show them how it went. Yeah, do you want to do a reenactment? Oh, yeah, I definitely oh, do, yeah. Was actually grabbing, or, I mean, Yoffa here was grabbing. Anyway, uh, I convinced them that an ORE strike team was on the way, uh, you know, in hopes that they would panic and, and leave. And anyway, they, they talked about setting up shop elsewhere, but I don't think they actually have other facilities just... Uh, a general plan to get some. Yes, well, um, we are going to sweep through the base of operations that they vacated and find whatever it is that we may find. Um, at the very least, that location may be of use to us in some way, shape, or form. So we appreciate your help. Um, it's like a cool, magical, like, it's like a cool, like a magical, like, <laughs> arena. <laughs> Everybody does magic in it. Uh, more as as like a clandestine base for us to operate out of in the area. It's funny, I had had this Less of like a awesome fight club. We could have like, like, given it to Seth Jeff and been like, you know, let's go get the shed. <laughs> we have a better idea. Just tell anyone, you know, any city you are, just step into an outhouse and be the one We're not big on big outhouse, but we know what we got to do about it. She then sort of, uh, you know, says, well, well, thank you very much. We have much work to do. Um, but I, I have one further question for you. Might 
we be able to enlist your aid in future endeavors? Yes, absolutely. We are always looking for chances to aid the cause of righteousness. Aid the cause of the uh, aid the cause of really cool Ori. Yeah, yeah. Get scared. Yeah. Yeah. I give her our business. Uh, and she says, um, "Ooh, good She like holds it between her claws and says, uh, "Excellent. Yes, we." Um, oh wait, I, I take it back real quick, and I add uh, attorney, <laughs> expert legal counsel, Esquire, Esquire. Uh, yes. We. Oh my uh, God, I'm an Esquire. Now. We uh, we offer bounties and occasionally have more private matters that require attention. Um, and she hands out a she hands out a uh, a small polished black stone to you um, and says this is a messaging stone is that the uh, latest uh, OS on that one or is that so it's not quite that advanced okay. it's more yeah. like a magic pager okay um, <laughs> But it's a, a flat, polished black stone. It looks like it's obsidian. It's about the size of a bar of soap. And it is, it's pretty much a magic pager. So she explains that whenever it goes off, you just go to the nearest ORE facility to, uh, to receive whatever the message was. Um, they're generally not like specific things, like we need your group specifically. It's more of a like blasting out to whoever's in the area. Maybe. And then, yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's an all points bulletin. So that you can uh, help out with with stuff with them. A mithril alert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nerd. <laughs> nerd. Uh, we got it. We got to shit on a nerd somehow in this episode, right? <laughs> We've set that this precedent now. This is my now. first time. To we will shit not rest until we've alienated everyone who might ever listen to this. Exactly. And she um, she says, you know, thank you to all of you. Now, Icarius, Hobson, Safira, we have much work to do. Could I ask you a quick favor, milady? I've been away from home for quite a while, and I have no way of reaching them at this point. Would there be a way the ORE could send message to my family and let them know what we've done here? Just kind of give them an update on me? And we... we can. Why, why can't you just send them a letter? I think it'd be more received well <laughs> if someone in of your stature and or someone in your organization would let them know. His family hates reading. <laughs> He'll just be nasty. Uh, <laughs> made us read? Um, yes, I can I can get a message to them. What exactly do you want it to say? Just that that they would have been proud to see me. I That's roll it. my eyes. No, I'm just kidding. I stab oh. a <laughs> with my hand axe. Yeah. This is where it finally falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap, my hand's on the back of holding. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. She says, uh, yes, we can send a message. That is no problem. Now, it. we must go. We okay, have bye. a lot of work to do. All right, bye. It was excellent to meet you, and we hope you'll think of us if you have any, uh, if you have need of heroism for hire. She waves as the, the four of them leave. I, 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 I high-five <laughs> <laughs> high the caddies. Bye, Olash! <laughs> I try to high five the caddies. Uh, after he, they're out the door, he I, high fives. After they're out the door, I finally open the. But he's uh, oh, damn it! <laughs> so cool. <laughs> you know, you and that Safira lady seem to get like seem to be kind of on the same wave like that. That could be you in like thirty or years or something like that. Really? Yeah. She seems forgetful of certain <laughs> things. I don't know if I want to be quite like her, but her magic use seems very impressive. Yeah, she kept calling me Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> she said my name. She called me Aaron. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I felt like you two had a connection. So I'm sorry. I don't know what it was. Um, so you've been through the town hall meeting. You've met with the ORE Tyne. You've gotten Check. your arcane diviner. Check. I just wanted to one like 
filigree on my shield if I could go to the blacksmith and have him put it on there. Yeah, we can we can sort of speed through yeah, that bit and say all, that... all I wanted to do is, is just like you know a, a metal carving on it of a fist punching a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you go down to Luker's. Uh, he takes the shield and says, you know, it'll it'll uh, it'll be a few days, but we can definitely do that for you. I say make the horse look really sinister. Yeah, man. You know what jelly bean looks like. Like what a jelly bean looks no, like? No, 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 no. The mayor's horse. horse. Oh yes, yes. Exactly like that, but with like fiery eyes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Seems. And then let's go plan on just to Bastafier. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. I think that's definitely the next step. I'm I gonna... say as as much as uh, as much as it pains me to say, I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to put a pin in the running for mayor thing right now. Honestly, I think this town may have learned its lesson <laughs> treating others equally. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm gonna go check in with the temple to tell them about the the trial. I obviously know it'd be like, just if you could watch over her, Kritika, make sure she stays on the straight and narrow. I know we're not involved in her community service, but just keep an eye on her for us. Uh, Brother Tamarind says, uh, "I, I love your we beast. Do what I can, but there is a very strict." Separation of church and state. I'm not asking you as, as a brother yourself, but just as, as a person. Just keep an eye. Uh, separation of church and farts, and I make him fart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything to your already people. I'm making my... <laughs> I swear to God, we're going to have a fight one of these days. And we just start yelling at each other as we watch this. And, with a fart, we'll end this episode. <laughs> okay. And not a logo. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Did you enjoy what critics and law clerks everywhere are calling the trial of the century? Then why don't you let us know by writing us a shiny five-star review on your platform of choice? Reviews help us move up the charts and make us visible to more and more people, and we want to bring everyone into the fold. Resistance is futile. One of us, one of us. Join me and we will rule the galaxy as father and son. Scaramooch, Scaramooch, will you do the Fandango? Wait, what happened? I'll just keep going. Head over to CarnageCon.com to register and reserve your spot for our live shows. And then show us some love at Patreon.com slash IWVTCast. Our operators are standing by to take your internet call. Our theme music is Overworld by Kevin MacLeod. You can check out all of his work at Incompetech.com. Tune in next time as the party sets off on the road to Bastafier, and there will be some naked people. You should just, you should just know that up front. You've been warned. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>